Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. How do? And Abby Tysurst. Hello, hello. Uh, we'll be discussing all the uh, um, goings on in local football over the weekend and looking ahead to next weekend's fixtures. Uh, but first, guys, how are we doing? Very how well. How has your week's been? I went to a football match. You went actually went to a football match. I know, I know. Mm. Who'd have thought, right? Who'd have thought? Yeah. When was the last time you went to a football match before last night? Uh, it was Reading City at home to Windsor last season. But I can't remember exactly when. That was towards the end of the season. What, you're talking so, April? Week. Uh, yeah, it would have been. Would have been. This was certainly my first midweek football match for two years. Oh, very good. Very oh, nice. Let's see you getting down um, to... A few matches, a few more. Hope you hoping to get to a few more this season, or is that definitely just, uh... no? That's it. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. The only one. <laughs> Hit your quota. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, so, I'm hopefully. Hopefully, they'll be around and about a few. A few more games. So. Very nice. Looking. Look forward to seeing Tom down a few of the locals uh, grounds to us. Abby, how about you? You've actually had your first competitive match as a member of the Ascot United team. Yes. Indeed. How did that go on Friday night? Yeah, You're I mean, on we... official duty as opposed to pre-season duty. <laughs> yeah, no, really good. We won, so that's exciting. Through to the next round of the FA Cup. Nice little derby with Hollyport coming up as well. Um, yeah, I felt a lot of pressure actually because obviously normally <laughs> when I turn up to games, I'm obviously there to watch them and tweet them for us and things like that. I go to the bar, get myself a pint. <laughs> Maybe have a chin wag with somebody and then just, yeah, well, maybe I'll tweet at some point. But I actually, like, I have to do it for real now. <laughs> so there was some pressure. But no, I think it went really well. And actually, yeah, it was it was a, a decent game, I think. It was, um, we played Cribs FC, who are from the Causeway in Bristol. Um, that's some interesting characters, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> no, the the post match entertainment was brilliant as well. So um, yeah, their bus broke down. So we did the like formal goodbyes and everything, like good luck for the rest of the season and all that sort of stuff. And then about twenty minutes later, their manager appeared in the doorway again, and he was like, "The bus is broken down." <laughs> about ten seconds later, like an onslaught of the rest of the players and a few of the spectators appeared again. But this time they had a speaker and a microphone and a disco ball with them. So we just oh, wow. got some random post-match entertainment there. Yeah. Was... During um, all of that was happening, Abby, when do you think the manager composed his post-match tweet of, I don't like the FA Cup anyway? <laughs> I think that was a like a day after reflection tweet that. But no, I, that was I really did enjoy seeing that. 
bit like the FA Cup anyway. <laughs> Made me laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me is that tongue-in-cheek, do you think, or was that uh, genuine? No, I, I think that was a genuine tweet. I think mm. he's got form. I think he I did think. something similar last season. <laughs> I think he's got form for this. If it, assuming it's the same manager, I don't know. I haven't bothered to look. I, think <laughs> so. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yes, no, that was that was my introduction to actual competitive football and working in that environment. So yeah, it was a yeah. good one. <laughs> we should mention that uh, Ascot won two one in that game, two uh, 0 up. Uh, Cribs had a man sent off, and then a, a, a penalty. What, Fifteen minutes from time, is it, Abby? About that? that yeah, sounds um, about right. That uh, uh, brought Cribs closer to uh, Ascot, but. Uh, Ascot managed to close the game out and through to the next round, as you mentioned, um, to face Hollyport. And Hollyport on the uh, in their game away at Risborough Rangers won one nil, and that was their first ever win in the FA Cup after, um, in their ninth attempt. So uh, yeah, they've never got past the extra preliminary round before, and uh, so they will be playing Ascot in a replay of what was an extra preliminary round fixture from last season. So uh, yeah, huge congratulations to Hollyport. Uh, you want to mention anything on that, Tom? Uh, no, I just uh, i I wouldn't put it past Sam Lock to uh, run another another um, another shock, as it were, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know it would be because we we all talked about we talked Ascot up last week. Um, yeah, if Hollyport I, and I and I don't suppose Sam would disagree with me on this, but it would be a it would be a bit of a shock if um, if Hollyport got through. But you know, good luck to him. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have a... Obviously, Abby can't can't uh, yeah. agree, agree with me on that. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, we'll uh, let you stay quiet on this one, Abby. But um, yeah, I think the result they had there was also perhaps slightly a, a bit of a shock. Risborough Rangers very competitive at the yeah, uh, top yeah. end of Step Five last season in the Spartan South uh, Midlands League, uh, just missing out on promotion in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, so for. Hollyport to go there and get a 1-0 victory was a really good result and uh, hopefully points to perhaps a, um, a a decent season or certainly maybe them going a slightly higher up the table than they were last season, obviously battling relegation all of last year. So maybe with a bit of luck, they'll be a bit uh, further up the table this season. Good for them. But another team we should mention as well who got their first ever win in the FA Cup was Virginia Water. They, um, this was their fourth attempt, I believe. All these stats coming from the fantastic FA Cup fact file and uh, Phil Arnett, uh, whose episode on the uh, pod you can go back and listen to at any time. We have a previous interview with him. So, uh, yeah, thanks to him for all the stats. But also uh, uh, congratulations to Virginia Water, who uh, won 1-0 at home against Hilltop, who are also in the uh, combined counties uh Premier Division, yeah. I was trying to remember which suffix it was. Yeah. No, I really have to think about what that's called because there's also like Division One North in the Southern Region now as well. So, like, people keep correcting me on that. So, (laughs) absolutely, yeah. No, cracking result for both those sides, Virginia Water and Hollyport. Um, Yeah, but also, um, what are two other results for the weekend? Uh, Tom, do you want to pick out maybe your um, tie of the round if it's not one of the ones we've already mentioned? Last week, uh, we boldly said um, Reading City's result against Highworth Town would tell us a lot about how they are going to do this coming season. They only went and won it, didn't they? (laughs) 
utterly, utterly brilliant. What uh, that, that's a really good result. So, um, Highworth are step four, Reading are step five. Um, I cannot for the life of me remember which division Highworth are in, but um, yeah, it was uh, they they won that one, they won it um, precisely uh, 2 0. With goals, I would love to tell you who the goals are from, but uh, it's not on full time. So I, can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. um, I have written it down somewhere. I have written it, but uh, not to hand. But yeah, um, that would suggest to me that um, Reading City could be a bit of a force this season. The amount of people, and especially at the game I went to last night, the amount of people that said they were so surprised by how good or how how sort of how tough the combined counties league was last season, um, I think teams this summer will have had a bit of a rejig and a rethink uh, and i would I, I boldly suggest now that, that a couple of these sides will do will do much better um and i think looking at looking at how reading city did there maybe they caught highworth on a bad day and maybe they were very good i don't know i wasn't there but um let's see let's see where reading city end up but i i think that bodes well Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Simon Johnson is well worth a follow on Twitter as well for his <laughs> um, sort of nondescript tweets about um, FA Cup wins and, and stuff like this. Well worth a well worth a little look. But you know, well done, Simon and his team. They uh, they have pulled it together. Absolutely, I was enjoying his tweets about pre-season uh, yes, a few weeks ago, I and uh, the language around pre-season, shall we say, what uh, the generic responses from the uh, uh, various football managers mean. So, always worth a follow. So, and uh, yes, as we've mentioned, a great uh, a great result for Reading there. Uh, also, uh, we'll give the full rundown of the FA Cup fi- um, results uh, as we mentioned: Ascot beating Cribs two one, Ardley United uh, three, working on Embrook two. Uh, slightly disappointing that one for working in Lembrick. I believe they gave away a couple of last uh, late goals to sort of have uh, defeats snatched from the jaws of victory kind of thing. Uh, slightly, uh, don't know if you know any more on that one, Tom. You looked like you were about to come. Uh, no, no, I was agreeing with you. Um, they were in front and then they lost. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Highworth Town nil, Reading City two, Risborough Rangers nil, Hollyport one. Tadley Kaliba two, Wincanton Town six. Uh, oh, that had, new boy Dan was unhappy with that one, wasn't he? Poor lad. Could, yeah. Although we were only getting messages from him, you could see his. You could you could imagine his head just slowly sinking deeper and deeper into his hands as he oh, clasped dear. his face and went, <laughs> "Oh God." <laughs> Uh, another team will be disappointed to be out with Thatcham Town losing uh, 3-2 at home to Horndean. Horndean step five as well. So, uh, yeah, slightly disappointing for Thatcham there. You would that's cut not, in little? No, I was just going to say, I saw Horndean a few years ago. Um, obviously, it makes no difference. That, that, you know, that adds nothing to what they're like now, but they were, they were quite good back then. But that's not a good result. No. Uh, Royal Wisden Bassett won, Windsor won, but unfortunately last night we had the replay. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday and on Tuesday night, uh, Windsor had, uh, were at home to Royal Wisden Bassett in the replay of that game and it uh, finished 2 0 to the visitors. So Royal Wisden Bassett uh, town go through. And then as we mentioned, Virginia won, uh, Virginia Water won, Hilltop nil. And how that all plays out in the next round is that uh, Hollyport, as we mentioned, are at home to Ascot. Royal Wooden Bassett Town, who beat Windsor, uh, host Reading City. Uh, Virginia Water at home to Eastbourne Town. And coming into the competition at this round, Binfield are away at Kidlington. So that's all the Berkshire sides in the preliminary round draw uh, of the FA Cup. 
uh, games to be played on the weekend of Saturday, the 20th of August. Any of those ties you look, the look of? I think Hollyport, Ascot, the Berkshire Derby has got to be the one that uh, we're most excited about here as a group, is it? Probably tie of the round, yes, I should think so. Um, yeah, the other one, we almost had Windsor at home to Reading City, didn't we? But not yes. quite. Um, and there was quite there was another interesting one that almost happened. It was, oh, Shaftesbury versus Camberley Town could have been at home to Thatcham Town, which obviously oh. that didn't happen either. But that would have been quite a nice one too. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, lots to look forward to in the uh, coming weeks in terms of FA Cup football. Any insight from Ascot Abbey as to uh, how they're feeling? And, you know, you fancy a bit of a cup run this year? Or are they uh, solely focused on the league? I think I asked you a similar question last week and uh, you, you kind of said, yeah, cup's good, but uh, league's the main thing. Is that still the focus? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think no a cup run. I think they just wanted to not get it out of the way, but just sort of get the season going with the FA Cup. And the fact that we won the game means that yeah, I think a little a little cup run would be very nice for the season. So I mean, we're in about a million cups as I keep looking <laughs> at the fixtures and adding them to various things. And there's cup after cup. So yeah, a little cup run somewhere would be nice. And obviously, the FA Cup is always a, a good one for it to. That for the, the run to be in the FA Cup. So, yeah, I think um, watch this space, I guess. Absolutely. Well, um, the FA Cup was not the only fixtures we had on uh, Saturday. There were plenty of other um, teams that were getting their league campaigns underway. Uh, we, well, the National League sides in Berkshire didn't have the best start to the season. Oh, all, dear, no. all three of them lost. Uh, Maidenhead away at Notts County, which is a tricky start. Uh, Notts County, obviously, one of the favourites for not just promotion but the title in that in that division. So that was always going to be a tough game. And losing three nil away, uh, yeah, Maidenhead won't be happy all the same. Uh, Slough Town lost away three one to Haven't and Waterlooville, and Hungerford Town lost one nil at home to Concord Rangers. Although I have heard people say that was a bit of a smash and grab from Concord Rangers. Uh, so. Uh, having not seen much on on it, I can't confirm for sure. But not the best start for our national league side, Tom. No, no. Uh, I, I'm not sure what else you want me to say. No, not great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hope we get um, through. Uh, I think the- uh, Maidenhead have got a couple of slightly better fixtures coming up, haven't they? Um, I think I they've got Scunthorpe think- at home next. So you know, oh, you maybe not, relegated. Maybe not, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't catch Scunthorpe's results uh, this weekend, but they, they weren't. Won. They won, did they? Okay, they weren't in the uh, best shape when they went down. Basically, so you no. never know with teams coming down from the football league. They could be looking to go straight back up, or they could be in a bit of a mess and uh, you know hoping to consolidate. But uh, if they won, then maybe they're uh, they're in the former group. Yes, uh, another team getting their league campaign under their way. Bracknell Town hosted Western Supermare. Um, went 2-0 up, but uh, against a very good side. Uh, one, again, that is being tipped for uh, at least a, a playoff um, bid rather than uh, a title bid, Western Supermare. But uh, yeah, went 2-0 up, but unfortunately were pegged back to 2 all um, to get a point on the board. Bracknell Town probably be slightly disappointed with that one, Tom? Or, yeah, I think... The overwhelming, position, though. the overwhelming feeling, I think, in our WhatsApp group was where did seven minutes come from? Yeah. Um, ben Griffith scored in the 97th minute. As, as you mentioned, smash and grab. It sounds like, a, sounds like it was a bit of a smash and grab as well. Mm. Um, so, you know, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be disappointed with that. But 
to go, to be honest. Um, obviously, going into a new division, Western Supermare, not very recently a National League South side. Um, tidy ground down there. So one of the ones in this division I have been to. In fact, I've been oh. to a few of them in this division. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't think that's a particularly disappointing result. Disappointing in the sense they were two nil up. Yes. But um, what ratio wise, they've that that does that Bracknell's goals conceded conceded twelve in the league last season. They've already conceded two this season. Wow. What is going on? A <laughs> inquest, please. Is that, is that that's a that's a that's um. A sixth of the goals they conceded last season, is that right? Something like yes, that. Yes, it is, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's thrown off me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, f- full-on inquest there, please. Um, but Absolutely. no, that's not a bad result, is it? Let's face it. No, I think, I mean, Bracknell will be looking to push for the uh, promotion places again. Uh, they're a very ambitious club, as we all know. So yeah. I think uh, they'll be looking to get on up the table this season. But I think they started out with a team who are also in that bracket and looking I, to uh, bid for promotion. And so I think it's it's not a bad result, although I think they're not going to have things all their own way in no. division like they did perhaps a little bit last season. I would also say it's good that Seb Bowman's got off to off the off the mark goal wise. Um, ob- so obviously Bracknell's talisman, mm-hmm. um, and where an awful They're lot of their goals, well. their ca- yes, and where an awful lot of their goals come from. Um, so, you know, if he went a few games without scoring, that could be a problem down the line. Um, mm-hmm. As you said, they may not have it all their own way this season, but if, if Seb is scoring goals, um, you know, that is that is a bonus. Um, you Sometimes, you know, because obviously not very, very recently, he was playing Hellenic League Premier Division football. So, yes. you know, sometimes you, you think, how far can these, these lads go? Um, well, the answer clearly at the moment is step three and... And he's scored, so uh, onwards and upwards, really. Um, see who can stop the Seb freight train. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's certainly one to keep an eye on as the season goes on. It's an express train better. Freight train sounds like he's makes him sound big. Bowerman Express? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Calling I think it this is a question for math school, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, calling at all stations to the yeah. National League. Um, who can stop the Bowman Express? <laughs> there's, there's our podcast title right there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just to round out the uh, the results of the weekend, the Combined Counties uh, League Division 1 kicked off as well. We had uh, six Berkshire sides in action, or uh, and five of them won. And some of them won pretty handily as well. Berks County 4, Molesley 0, uh, British Airways 0, Aldermaston 2. Uh, Hillingdon Borough 2, Sandhurst Town 7. It's uh, uh, quite an emphatic result yes. there. Uh, Langley 4, CB Hounslow 3. Looks like there was an exciting game at Arbour Park uh, on Saturday there. Uh, London Samurai Rovers uh, 6, Eversley in California 2. That was the one result that didn't go the way of our Berkshire clubs. And Woodley United's got their season off underway with a 2-1 win uh, at, again, at home to Spartans Youth. So, you know, some good encouragement there uh, for our... Well, admittedly, it's the first game of the season. But, uh, yeah, some good um, signs for the Combined Counties Div 1 sites. Uh, Abby, Are we you fa- going to reinstate the Barks County must score 1-10 to 10 at some point? <laughs> I think so, yes. I think yeah, so. They Can they do it this year? <laughs> yeah. Can they <laughs> finally do it? What number did they miss out on last season? Was it 6? It was 6 or 7. I think it was 6. Yeah. yeah. 
So Barks County scored every number of goals between one and ten so last they've season. Chalked so off, they've four. chalked off four. Okay, and that's good. That's good stuff. Tonight, tonight as well. Aldermaston. So two of the sides who were victorious the weekend going head to head on Wednesday evening. I really uh, hope you've got your segue here to the next thing because there's a great segue. You just <laughs> you're just going to go into something there. Go I on, go on, Rob. have a oh yeah, put the pressure on. All I was going to say is before we wrap up the uh, uh, results of what happened, uh, Tom, you actually went to a game last night. Uh, well, we're talking yes. about the midweek fixtures, so uh, we are, why don't you are. tell us about your experience there on the. Uh, um, well, talk, uh, talking of teams that played the at the weekend, um, <laughs> I was going to say talking of teams that both won at the weekend, and then I remembered in my head that Eversley didn't win at the weekend and was exactly. soundly thumped. Yeah. Um, and if I'm honest, I went to Eversley in California v Woodley United last night, which was a challenge, shall we say. I will come to that in a moment. Um, Eversley were roundly trounced 6-2 by London Samurai Rovers on Saturday. And if I'm honest, in the opening exchange of the game I thought they were going to get trounced again by Woodley um, on on Tuesday night uh, as it happens Woodley scored first really really good goal um, the lad known as oh goodness me uh, I've written this down Kieran Carolyn um, he was played through one on one with the goalkeeper slid it just to the left of the goalkeeper um, to roundly roundly cheered by the uh, by the away supporters. Um, it was big crowd as well. The car park you could barely move in. It was really good to see. I'm not sure what the total um, attendance was last night. Um, I'll see. They don't appear to be attendance written down anywhere just yet. But it was a, it was a really good attendance. Um, lots of people there. But um, yeah, Eversley kind of at that point hadn't really sort of started, and you did kind of think they might get overrun. But then um, Joe Pantoni down the left, and I thought he was going to cross it and it was going to go nowhere. And he just sort of deftly played it across the box from the left. Ross McKernan did a bit of an Alessia Russo turn just in front of goal. Um, it was, I don't think it was quite as smooth, um, but uh, I think the reference is absolute. I can stand the reference up. That's fine. Um, turned, shot it past the goalkeeper, and it was it was one one From that point on, it was just really very much um, game in the centre of the park. A couple of tasty, tasty challenges in the second half. Um, and Woodley brought on a lad up front called Abdul Afalabi. Uh, big, big lad, number 14, really tall lad, but really, really quick as well. And um, they just couldn't couldn't kind of get the right balls to him, which was which was a bit of a shame. So I couldn't really tell you tell you much about his shooting ability. Um, but yeah, uh, towards the end, Ben Anderson, ex Woodley, popped up, and uh, the word was slammed into the back of the net from close range. Uh, I was too far away to to confirm or deny whether it was slammed, but it seems like quite a good uh, quite a good descriptive phrase for for the for the winner so that that was the winner and, and kind of uh yeah I, I don't know i'd have probably said if you'd have asked me one all was probably about right but yeah eversley got back to winning ways woodley had won on saturday so you know three points each two games in that's not bad and there were there were quite a few good people there as well last night um managed to give out some of the uh awards that had been wrongly labeled and wrongly seasoned so i managed to dish out three of those last night as well which was good so to here, I think, uh, yeah, well, we sort of spoke about Eversley in California um, and how well they did last season uh, in last week's pod. Quite surprised to see the results on the weekend. Uh, good to see him getting back to winning ways. Shame it's at the expense of Woodley. But I think, you know, Woodley 
seem to be progressing quite nicely. Toward, uh, they started slowly last season and ended up mid-table-ish. Seem to be uh, getting their act together a little bit. And this season, a good strong ring to start. And then, again, a good performance at least, even if they didn't get any points against uh, a side who were right up there at the end of last season. So, you know, mm. Woodley looked like they might be getting things in order as well. Yeah, it's really good. They've, they've got some... Um, they've got some it's a very different squad from what I can see. Um, yeah. They did, they, uh, they did also look like they had McCoy part. Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Um, they, 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 yeah, they just, they looked a very different side. They looked competitive. Um, I didn't see them enough. In fact, I don't think I saw them at all last season. Um, I know they had some good spells last season, but, mm. but they, they look, um, they look the business this year. Good. Well, good to see. Uh, before we push on to, um, uh, the fixtures for this weekend and uh, the uh, football that's coming up. Abby, give us an overview of what's happening over at uh, Reading Women. You have there's some pros and some cons, shall we say, to uh, how you think the preseason's going, or certainly there has been on the uh, WhatsApp group. <laughs> I'm just really trying not to be so negative right now. Um, no, we've made some signings. Uh, I'm not. I'm not enthralled by the signings. I'll be honest. Um, we've got Charlie Wellings from Celtic. I think I'm pretty sure she used to play for Bristol, and I, I think I didn't wasn't especially impressed with her when she was in the WSL. Um, and then we've signed some uh, Northern Ireland internationals. So Lauren Wade from Glentoran, um, which is the like Irish Women's National League, and then. Jacqueline Byrne, the goalkeeper who's come from no club. So, I mean, I just, I think, I guess they're probably going to be to bolster our squad, I suppose, seeing as we've kept lots of last season's squads. I guess, I suppose that's a positive. But equally, when I look at the teams who are in and around us and who we generally tend to compete with in the WSL, they seem to be smashing their signings out of the park. And so that just makes me a little bit worried. I'm gonna. I want to call you out, Abby. Okay. I'm gonna call you out. Last so 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 last summer, yeah. you you were bemoaning the change, the number of players leaving, <laughs> and the number of players coming in. And if I remember rightly, and if I went back and listened, I'm sure somewhere in there you would say, "I just I just like it if we could keep the same squad going into the season." Yeah, I'm absolutely certain you said this. So. Obviously, Kelly Chambers is ke- clearly a keen listener to this podcast, um, one of the many hundreds who who are who download it every week, and uh, has has taken your advice on board. And now you are changing tack faster than a conservative government. And um, <laughs> can you not compare me to a Tory? <laughs> um, and uh, bear it. But then anyway. Um, so yeah, so uh, they've kept the same squad. I, I, is your sort of slight uncertainty due to the fact that perhaps they didn't finish the season particularly strongly? Yes, and I is... think also losing Brooke Chaplin was is a big blow for us as well. Yeah, is um, is Emma Harry's not like a new signing? When is she back? Do we know? I mean, I've, uh, I no, I don't know. It's the the short answer um her recovery seems to be going well though um i've spoken to her a couple of times as well and she's she seems to be doing well i don't know if we'll see her at the beginning of the season i'm not really sure to be honest um so i guess i suppose you could maybe <laughs> like if we see her sort of 
I don't know, October, November time, we could see her as a new mm-hmm. signing. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. The, the, <laughs> the first two games of the that Liverpool is a winnable game. Brighton's a winnable game. Arsenal, you have to say, get what you can. Good performance out of those first three games. So, you know. Yeah, but know. Tom, your track record of score, like us, our score predictions is horrendous. <laughs> it's, not, it's not great, is it? It's I not. just think as well, I mean, we lost to Bristol at the weekend as well in a pre-season friendly and that, mm. that's not that's not great. Pre-season doesn't matter. Listen to Simon Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. But also I did notice that we played a lot of the academy kids. So I don't, I don't know if they were just giving them a bit of a run out or what. I don't really know what the situation there is. But yeah, there was a lot of academy kids in the starting eleven and on the bench. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you should count Liverpool out either because they've also made some brilliant signings. And after the sort of slight shambles that the last couple of seasons of being stuck in the Championship has been for them. They'll be like, all guns blazing, I think. Yeah, so. I'm, sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will. But but most teams that come up from the championship struggle. Yep. <laughs> Just because they're Liverpool doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. They went straight back down last time they came up, didn't they? Well, precisely. Most most teams do. Yeah. Exactly. So, John, John injects some positivity into the uh, chat here. I thought I, thought I had. I thought I've got, I had. One, I thought one of I the was. positive views <laughs> is the uh, the number of season tickets that uh, Ready Women is selling. Why don't you talk us about uh, talk to us about that, Abby? Yeah. So normally they open the three three stands in the east stand. So I think it's like Y twenty to twenty two or something. But they've actually had to open more stands because. They've sold so many season tickets. So obviously this is, I'm assuming it's probably come off the back of the Euro success. And people are, everybody's keen to be going and watching their, um, I'm not going to use the word local, but their WSL side. So um, the nearest WSL side. Yeah, their nearest WSL side. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's really fantastic news um, that they've, they've managed to do that. So hopefully we'll see the stands looking a little bit, a little bit more full because it was, Getting a little bit sparse in a, in a few games last season. It was so actually, a little, really, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's really great to see that there's lots of people who are keen to go and watch some more women's football. So, yeah, that's a real positive. So, I think I think the fact that actually they've obviously filled the, st- the stands or the quota of those three stands that they normally open it and then had to open more is actually really, really positive. So, yeah. yes, that's really important, definitely. That's very good. I mean, even, even, if, you're, even if you're not going there to watch Reading... Every other week, you'll have lionesses playing at Reading. So, yeah. and how how good's that? That's you know that's absolutely terrific. Um, and I don't think like the, the the thing that I've always enjoyed about going to the Reading women's games is that that everybody just sits together. And maybe maybe someone will say that's a bit like a bit bit too rugby, but it's really nice. There's no there's no no sort of danger. There's no it's just it's just quite quite a pleasant afternoon in nice surroundings. Mm-hmm. Albeit well, in the middle of, albeit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but well, hopefully there'll be a few more people enjoying these pleasant afternoons. And we've also seen the uh, Conti Cup draw this week, Abby. Uh, so Reading, where was it? Drawn in a group with Southampton, Tottenham Hotspur, and Coventry United. Uh, slightly tough group, and uh, some 
a little bit of rivalry for you as well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, Abbey versus Lish derby somewhere in there, isn't it? Seeing as yeah. Lish is down at Southampton. So, um, yes, that should be a good one. Um, I'm, I, I don't really want to make any predictions, but if we don't make it runners up in that group, it will be. <laughs> yes, I would. this is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commentary, uh, commentary are making some really good signings as well themselves, actually. And they've recently appointed a new manager. So, and they've obviously had a few kind of off, off the pitch dramas where they essentially almost were non existent until they were bought last minute. And then they've got new owners as well. And obviously, Southampton are new to the championship as well, having won the National League South division um, and then beating Wolves to get the place in, in the championship. So, yeah, um, could could be tricky, but equally, I don't, I don't think like Spurs is Spurs are ambitious and they have been really building for the last couple of seasons. So I think they'll be looking for not even just a Conti Cup like win, but a Champions League spot. So I think they will be our biggest challenge, and hopefully, not a breeze at all. But Southampton and Coventry should be. Easy games. Winnable. <laughs> yeah, winnable. not easy because Reading don't like to take the easy route. But yeah, so yes, as I say, Conti Cup fixtures there. I'm not sure when the first fixture is sometime. I don't know. They, the start of, they were start of October. They haven't listed the dates aren't out yet. Oh yeah, that makes sense because that kind of coincides with FA Cup games as well then. Absolutely. Okay, well, on that sort of semi-positive note, Say, leave the uh, leave the uh, Reading women and look ahead to the football um, that's coming up this weekend. We've already well say this weekend. We've already mentioned there's a game tonight between Oldermaston and Barks County that uh, a few of us are going to. So hopefully see a good game there. But uh, looking ahead to the fixtures this weekend, Tom, why don't you pick out a uh, a fixture for us that you're uh, most excited by? I think that Bracknell heading up to Merthyr Town. Absolutely. And that is a that is a wild away day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I suspect. Is it North Wales? Mid Wales? Mid Wales, yeah. So it's, it's still south, um, but it's quite mid in Wales. So it's in yeah, the Brecon Beacons. Lovely it's, part of the world. It, it's Merthyr. that that's that's gonna be a test because I think Merthyr will be will be another one of those those teams that are up there. Um you know, without a doubt whatsoever um we should probably also just point out the Isthmian league south central division is kicking off this weekend as well you've got binfield at ashford town uh, and thatcham at home to guernsey in a change to the scheduled programming mm-hmm. uh so yeah that's 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 obviously um that's that's exciting um but yeah i think i think bracknell at Merthyr. Now, I'm not sure how many people uh, will be making that trip. How many Bracknell fans will be? Probably more than I would, more than I would imagine. Um, worth saying as well, uh, our friends over at the Unofficial Robins podcast have uh, launched a second podcast, which is an away days podcast. So you can go and find that on Spotify. I think just type in Unofficial Robins and you'll find uh, their podcast. Go and have a listen to that. Um, well worth your a little bit of your time. Um, have I filled enough time to find the Combined Counties League fixtures? Yes, I have. Well, Combined County, you talk about the um, Isthmian South Central Division uh, yes. starting. It's actually the first weekend, a full fi- uh, first full weekend of fixtures for the Combined Counties Premier Division as well. It is we've as had, well. We've had the one fixture between um, 
uh, Wokingham and Embrook yes. and uh, Wallingford. Joint top. Uh, we are top of the league for the entire top. week. But yeah, the first actual league games, uh, or first full round of fixtures, we should say, sorry, are uh, kicking off this weekend. So you filled enough time. Which ones are those? I think there's one fairly uh, obvious one that we would be drawn let's, to here. Let's play bingo and um, assume you are referring to Windsor Viasca United. Sorry, yeah, I did yes. I did know I had already looked at these, believe it or not. I was just <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make a joke about how maybe it was like Egham v Flackwell Heath, but no. <laughs> no. Windsor versus Ascot United uh, in a, a local derby to kick the season off. Uh Abby, go on. We'll come back to you as our Ascot correspondent. Uh again, we've spoken about how Ascot are looking forward to uh a strong league campaign this season or are gearing up for a strong league campaign this season. Um, how do you feel about uh, Windsor as a, a starting game? What's the feel around the club? I think everyone's just very excited. It's a very tasty tie to begin the season with, really, isn't it? So, um, yeah. I feel like it's a little bit of history between the two and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's just... Uh, I think it should be should be a, a very exciting tie, really. Um don't want to give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> Playing cards close to your chest. Uh, yeah, so we've highlighted that one, uh, Tom. Mick Woodham's first game in charge, or first yep, league first game, game in charge. He obviously, he's played the two cup games. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there'll be some excitement from the Windsor side as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, looking at speaking to, to a few of their, their supporters, they are um, they are really excited. They, they're really excited to have Mick back. Um I'm really excited to see how it goes. Um, who knows? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I still haven't spoken to Mick. I did message him the other day, uh, and I have got to try and speak to him between now and Friday, uh, and I will try to do that. But yeah, I'm really excited to see. I don't know the fans will be. Excited. Can also just flag there's a there's a Windsor and Eton FC history book um, by Michael Geggs that is out that is well worth. Uh, a purchase if you want to head on to Amazon, just Windsor and Eaton FC, I suspect. The big old history of uh, Windsor and Eaton Football Club. And I will get the man himself on this podcast at some point. Absolutely. It'd be great to quiz him about, uh, you know, obviously he's got such a connection to the club. Uh, we have mm. spoken to him in the past. So if anyone wants to go and listen to the previous episode with Mick Woodham, they can yes. uh, go and do that. Uh, in if, our I, catalog. if I remember, Rob, when we did that interview with Mick, um, we never saw his face. <laughs> yeah. He was talking to us. I think he might have been working whilst also talking to us. But yeah, yeah. We, ne- we never saw his face. It was very funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah, he's got some grips with the uh, technology a bit yes. better. We've all been in lockdown, so we've all uh, become yeah. technological yes. wizards. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that will be improved. But, yes, a, a few interesting ties to uh, come up any apart from the ascot game if you weren't going to ascot abby where would you be heading this weekend um i think i'd probably go to parks county because they're playing british airways i think um yeah and i think that just be like not a rematch obviously because it was a cup game but after that exciting cup game they had with them last season i think that would just be a an interesting tie to go and see as well i think Absolutely. Nice one to pick out. Um, I might just highlight that Reading City, hoping to uh, continue on their cup runner away at North Greenford, that of uh, a branded carpet fame from last season. Uh, yes. Anyone know what we're talking about, go back and 
look through our, our feeds and you'll see that North Greenford have uh, their club crest on the carpet in the clubhouse there, which is absolutely fantastic, as it should we, be. Eh? We were very, very happy about that. Can I, can I just say something really stupid? Go on, then. <laughs> For a change. Which hasn't stopped you so far. <laughs> <laughs> when did Flackwell Heath get back into the Combined Counties Premier Division North? <laughs> This season, after the restructure, they were moved yeah. sideways. So, yeah, they've come back from the uh, um, the Spartan South Midlands alongside a couple of others, Oxy Jets. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't, oh, I hadn't even noticed them either. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few there that um, I'm trying okay. to remember off the top of my head. Broadfields uh, United. Broadfields yep, United. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think Airfield. all the new people. Airfield, Airfield, Airfield United and you as well. United's yeah. a long way away. I've, I wish to do that in the Thames Valley Women's yeah. League. That, that's oh, yeah, that's North West then. London, isn't it? So yeah. God, that's a long way. But yeah, sorry, I just I could not no, not realise Flackwell Heath were back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> As you were. So yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, heathens. There are a few new teams in the division, and yeah. Uh, ones to look out for as we go forward. All right. Well, we've kind of covered, um, uh, sparsely covered, should we say, all the uh, fixtures from uh, this weekend. There will, of course, be a full list of fixtures and everything you can go and see on the website. So get along to uh, uh, uk, and you can catch all of our uh, fixtures, all the fixtures for the weekend there. Uh, guys, anything else you want to highlight before we get out of here? I totally forgot to tell you about my journey to Eversley. You did. Um, so Google mapped it, obviously, from my house, driving along. Uh, and suddenly driving along, all handy, following the maps, driving to um, Yately United FC, which is oh, yeah. just down the road. But uh, as it turns out, Google Maps feels like Fox Lane and the bit past the Checkers pub is closed and apparently has been closed for quite a long time according to yeah, google maps like two years yeah and yeah. so you yeah so google maps tried to try to send me around and you can clearly see there is a road on google maps but when you get to the bit of the golf club within the sean Devereux park that is home of yaley united there is no road so i absolutely was not the only one uh, that, that made this mistake and hadn't realized but it would also explain why the journey was 35 minutes instead of 25 minutes Oh, dear. Fuming. Well, fuming. Tom, does that mean so, you were late? Uh, yes, it really does. Uh, it really does mean I was late. I was back. I would have been bang on time um, had I not had that issue because I know where Eversley in California is, and I know I know how to get there. I've been there before. Um, but do but, you? Well, <laughs> Google Maps lied. So, so I went home on the way home. I went completely the way that I would have gone and stuck two fingers up to Google Maps. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> don't make anybody going to Eversley in California. I, as I say, I, there was definitely a player that was lost, and there were a couple of supporters I saw turning around as well. So um, oh, ignore dear. Google Maps, stupid Google Maps. A bit of consumer advice there for anyone uh, going to, uh, to their game this weekend against Hillingdon Borough. So, uh, yeah, do not follow Google Maps. Just do it from memory. <laughs> Is the uh, is the advice yes. from Tom? That, def- that definitely won't go wrong. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else? Anything you want to plug, Abby, or uh, um, promote? Yes, just one thing. I did not mention FA Cup fixtures beforehand. We have had those released, yes, so um, we have got eight Berkshire sides in the FA Cup this season. Um, 
Mortimer will play. Hold on, am I looking at the right thing? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, so um, there's a couple of teams who are in first round qualifying because we've just binned off preliminary rounds now forevermore. Um, but um, Milton United will play Slough Town, and then whoever wins that will play Ascot United. Um, Mortimer will play Watford Ladies Development, and whoever wins that will play Penn and Tyler's. Um, Cavisham United will play Eversley in California, which is a replay of last uh, season's fixture. And I think that is it for all of our Berkshire sides for now, actually, because there's a few more who will come in at a later round. But yes, that is all of the FA Cup fixtures. And that is not until the 4th of October. So we've got a little while to wait. But yes, it's just exciting that we know who will be playing who. Very good indeed. Okay, anything else, Tom, before we uh, shoot away? Anything you want to draw our listeners' attention to? Oh, uh, Wednesday night tonight. Wednesday night is the latest session, uh, latest kickabout with the Proud Royals Reading FC supporters group, oh, yes. which we are getting behind. So, um, if so. you fancy a kickabout at the Select Car Leasing Dome, get down there. Great idea for that one. Something Charity to do on a night. Yes, um, there will. I can exclusively announce there will be a charity match. Oh God. <laughs> who's, who's playing? I caught up with these uh, WhatsApp uh, messages late yesterday. I was like, what, what's going on here? What have we been signed up to? Um, we are going to play a Proud Royals team. <laughs> I, I, someone, I think Reading City have suggested we play it at the Rivermore, which would suggest they think it's going to be 11 a side. In my head, I was thinking maybe five a side in the dome. Yeah, but I'm we not should sure see. I'm sure if I can commit to an 11 a side at this point. Yeah, can we? We should can we... That's a lot of ground to cover. It is. That's a big pitch. It's a big pitch. I'm looking at the average age in our uh, uh, FIB WhatsApp group, and uh, it's it's not pretty. This is only going one way. As one of the younger members of the FIB WhatsApp group, I think it might be, uh, yeah, this might be a little ambitious for us. But uh, anyway. Five uh, aside, I think we'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> plenty of roll on roll off subs as well define fine but still uh, uh yeah something to look out for certainly in, yeah. as the uh, season progresses uh yeah slightly worrying developments of the details uh, to be confirmed oh god well <laughs> on that note rob you're probably oh, one yeah. of the fitter of us as well i know that's the problem <laughs> i'm going to be expected to do the running <laughs> I've only got about five minutes in me before I need to collapse and take on oxygen from the side. Anyway, uh, yes, well, with that uh, worrying development ringing in our ears, we should probably leave. So uh, uh, why don't we uh, say goodbye to everyone? Um, So uh, we should probably tell them where we can find. You did all the uh, uh, social media stuff last week, Tom, and I uh, haven't written it down onto my speech this week. So why don't you tell them where we can Um, find all of our stuff? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at FI Berkshire. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Football in Berkshire. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn. Mm, mm, football in Berkshire. Because we're really, we're, we're targeting um, a, a real youth business audience. Execs. <laughs> business execs and a youth audience through LinkedIn. All the kids are on LinkedIn these days, they tell me. Um, yeah. Instagram at FI Berkshire. And you can go to www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Lovely job there. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, we will be back next week uh, with a another dose of uh, the chat podcast where you can hear about all the results from this weekend and look forward to any goings on in 
uh, Berkshire football in the coming weeks. But before then, we should just say goodbye. So uh, say goodbye, Tom. Bye. Say goodbye, Abby. See ya. And it's bye from me as well. Goodbye. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davis and featured Abby Tysehurst and Tom Canning. It was produced in the loosest sense of the word by Tom Canning. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and at www.footballinbarkshire.co.uk. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 that's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Also, it sounds about the strimmer. <laughs> That's all right.